Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back, guys. Happy Friday. Uh, asking you to remember this weekend to stop by Hardee's. Uh, it's really not much of an ask because Hardee's is fantastic. If you go in the morning, can't recommend highly enough. I mean, first of all, I haven't met a breakfast sandwich Anywhere I don't like, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there are better breakfast sandwiches, but they're all good. The cinnamon raisin biscuit, fantastic. The cinnamon toast sticks, fantastic. French toast sticks, sorry. Uh, and they're going to ask you, uh, will you give a dollar to Operation Food Search? Please say yes. They'll give you a sticker with my face on it, all Santa claus up. Uh, or you can round up. Or if you say, you know what, uh, give me 10 of those stickers. Or just you know, keep the stickers, but uh, I want to donate 20 bucks. Everything goes to Operation Food Search. In the last five years, you guys have given 500000 dollars. Five hundred thousand dollars in five years, and we are on a good track this year to uh, to hit our goal. But got to keep it going. It only goes through December eighteenth. So do me that solid this weekend and help people out who don't have food, especially the kids, because the DGS alone uh, supports about three schools where every kid there gets a uh, who needs it gets a backpack full of food for them and their siblings on Friday that gets them through the weekend. Three schools all supported by the DGS audience. You guys are great. Uh, Brad Young is a friend of ours. He is an attorney. He does lots of stuff on KMWX. He joins us now. Hello, Brad. Dave, good to talk to you, sir. You too. So uh, some stuff going on in Trump land. It's really interesting. One thing you have to say about Donald Trump is he is making law because so many of these issues are going to appellate courts and we're getting new interesting law about uh, privilege and things like that. But before we go there, let's go to the obvious. Uh, Are you surprised that Santos was uh, kicked out of the House? And uh, either way, what are your thoughts on it? No, I, was, I wasn't surprised at all. I mean, just remember, politically, uh, anything that a politician does is is obviously by its very nature political. So when it comes to the vote to expel George Santos, I think there were a lot of Republicans who were concerned about how that would look, throwing out one of their own members of the party, even though you know George Santos is a kook and a nut and everybody knows it. So what really gave, I think, a lot of Republicans cover was the ethics report that came out just a few weeks ago that highlighted, it was a 56-page report. It highlighted that he stole money from his own campaign. He was using campaign funds for OnlyFans. Uh, He was lying to constituents in terms of how money donated would be used. And, And that report really gave cover to other Republicans to vote to expel. So I, I was anticipating that this would be, uh, it would clearly be enough uh, votes to expel him. It takes two thirds to do that. They more than exceeded that. And it really came as no surprise. 
So on the Donald Trump part, Ed, my understanding is that he is being sued a lot civilly, a lot of this coming out of January 6th, and he had made his uh, argument through his attorneys, not a bad argument, that, hey, I am covered by immunity. I was acting as the president of the United States. You can't sue me. I have immunity the way police officers and other officials do, and a court of appeals have disagreed. That's true. And I was really following this case very, very closely because it it tracks in so many ways uh, with a lot of the litigation that came out of President Nixon's uh, tenure as president. And so going back to the the case wasn't decided until 1982, but it was a case called Nixon versus Fitzgerald, where the question was, could a president be sued civilly for things that the president says? And that case established at the Supreme Court level, Dave, that as long as the president is exercising his or her uh, uh, presidential functions, then they cannot be sued civilly for things that they say or do. So what was interesting here is that the court ruled with the Donald Trump case that he can be sued civilly because the court made a distinction. The court said on January 6th, the president, even though he was still president on January 6th, he was not exercising his presidential duties. He was, in fact, arguing for re-election. He was campaigning to stay in office. And so the court separated his official duties from his attempts to stay in office, which were deemed political duties. And so therefore, the court said he can, in fact, be sued uh, for these. Now, obviously, it's going to go up on appeal. Uh, Trump spends a lot of money on lawyers, and that in itself is not a bad thing. I mean, my my wife loves to say it's great when the lawyers get paid. But in this instance, this is going to go probably all the way to the Supreme Court. Uh, Anything else else going on vis-a-vis Trump that's interesting to you at the moment? Well, there are are several things, because this actual decision, however this gets decided, Dave, it's going to have implications in the Georgia case. Because the exact same argument is being put forward in the in the uh, case in Georgia, which is a criminal case. But Trump's legal team is making the same argument. In other words, his calls, his phone call with the secretary of state in Georgia, all of that uh, was in the act of his official duties. And so therefore, he cannot be held criminally liable. Now, this case uh, that we're just talking about today That's a civil liability, even though the argument is the same. We don't have any precedent as to whether or not the president can be held criminally liable for things that he says, like that fabulous, wonderful, perfect phone call. Uh, We don't know the answer to that. But this case will be precedent in terms of whether and to what extent presidents can be held liable, either criminally or civilly, for things that they say. Uh, Brad, we didn't ask you to prepare this, but I'm curious if you watched the Newsom-DeSantis debate at all last night. Uh, I I didn't watch the entire thing because, uh, frankly, I didn't have enough doers to get me through it. So, (laughs) so, but I did watch the clips. Uh, I did watch the clips, and uh, and it, it. it was really just for show. I mean, I don't know that anyone learned anything from that debate. The clips that I saw, it was simply who could out insult the other one. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and you know, I, I guess I'm just too much of a purist or a wonk. I want to hear policy. I want to hear plans. I want to hear ideas. And, and at least the clips that I saw, there really wasn't any of that. Yeah, I understand the point he was making. But when DeSantis held up the map with the graph. The poop. The poop map of where everyone has pooped. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, 
Wait, you know, do we really need that? I I don't I don't want to see people debating for the presidency and who has the best poop map. I mean, I don't want to see that. I didn't see that. Okay, so you can pull it up pretty easily. I'm Googling right now. uh, He holds up uh, a piece of paper, you know, like a normal piece of paper size, and it's a map and it has different shades of brown. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, (laughs) this is this is San Francisco and it's a map of where people have defecated. And I'm like, I just love that he was carrying that around in his pocket all day. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. It's such an, like, I feel like this is like, it's grade school stuff when we get into that, right? I mean, like the, I mean, Florida man is literally a, a thing all around the world because people in Florida can be nuts. So why is, I don't know. I, I hate this game. I hate that yeah, whole thing. I get you. All right, Brad, you're always great. Have a great weekend, pal. Hey, great to talk to you all. Rach, you witnessed a fear of yours today? I did. I was driving down Forest Park Avenue, like, uh, or Forest Park Parkway. I always get it mixed up. Getting onto Market (laughs) Street from the Central West End, and I saw, I'm always so scared that someone is just going to not look and just merge into my car, and I saw the people in front of me. I saw it happen. They just kind of, like, it was like bumper cars. They they tapped each other, and it was like, oh, and then, you know, they went and pulled over and dealt with the whole thing, but it was scary. I'm always terrified that that's going to happen to me because people are always looking at their phone Mm. or, you know, not checking their mirrors properly. Mm -hmm. It was scary. I don't know if it's getting worse, but it seems like it is because every time I look past, like, I drive a lot of highway time. I mean, my drive is 30 miles-ish each way, so 60 miles round trip every day. I can't believe the stuff that people do. Like, you'll you'll see a car that's, like, weaving back and forth. I saw one today, this morning, on 40 coming in. This guy's in an SUV, and he's in the right lane, and he's just sliding off onto the shoulder and almost drove off the road. Ugh. And as I'm passing him, he's still looking at his phone. Oh he recovered, gosh. he got back, and he's still on his phone. I know we don't want either, but don't you think that actively, because we all will sneak a little bit, uh, yes. actively looking at your phone is as bad or worse as drunk driving. Oh, for sure. Doesn't mean you should drink and drive. No, no. But. Shouldn't do either. I've point. done it before back in the day. Uh, shamefully. Not proud. But when I did, I was paying as close attention as I could. When you're looking at your phone, you are under this false sense of well, I'm fine. Uh-huh. I'm fine. And yet you are literally paying attention to something other than the road. I have had so many times, again, just being honest, so many times that I narrowly averted a life-changing experience because I was looking at my phone. It's just so terrible. I really try not to do it. I've really gotten much better about it. And and the new law that I understand, like, well, we're not going to pull you over just for looking at your phone. But if we pull you over and you're looking at your phone, I think we should have gone farther than that. I think people I think we should be we should see people pulled over every minute of the day because they were looking at their phone and driving. It's just that dangerous. Yeah. I, and I would get pulled over, too, and I would deserve it. I would argue and I don't have data to back it up, but I would I would like to know. I would argue that people who do that are a much bigger danger than people that are speeding. Andrew, you're very quiet in there. Well. Well, I I mean I don't I don't agree that it's uh as dangerous as drunk driving. I also don't agree that it's uh worse than speeding. 
Um, I think it's funny that uh, Mr. Speed over here is like, it's worse than speeding, just so everyone It is, knows. because at least I'm paying attention. Feels I'm not like, going to accidentally hit someone. Feels like you doth protest a little too much. No. Yeah, yeah, speeders have never hurt anybody while they're driving. I'm not talking sure. about the guys going 140. I'm talking about normal people that are 10 over or whatever. That's way less dangerous than somebody reading and texting while they're driving. And Rach, the Christmas dinner thing? Okay, so there's a woman who is preparing Christmas dinner for her family, but she says... Quote, everything I do is for profit. So she's charging each of them $200 to partake in the Christmas dinner. Her family. Her family. Friends and family. <laughs> That's wild. She had me at everything I do is for profit. Everything I do is for Wait, profit. How much? 200 bucks. Man, who are these people? I feel like every year there's a couple new people that are like. Any chance it's real? I don't know. I saw it on Fox. I'm sure she maybe like had a connect there and was like, yeah. I've got a good story for yeah. you. But if it, okay, let's pretend it's real and let's pretend that it's your family. Let's pretend it's your in laws where you okay. don't have full say, mm-hmm. but your husband, wife, whatever, your mother in law is trying to charge and let's make it more reasonable 50. She wants everyone to pay $50 because one person shouldn't shoulder the whole burden. It's mm-hmm. $50 for this dinner. I think when you're inviting someone into your home for a meal, it's one thing to be like, please bring a side dish, please bring a dessert. But to charge them, if I want to pay for to go eat somewhere, go I'll go eat at a restaurant. restaurant. Well, yeah. Yeah. It better. It, I mean, if it's a huge spread and it's 50 bucks. That's sick. And it's like an in-laws. I, I, I guess I'm paying it. But like, again, it better be. It better be enough that I know that that 50 bucks is covering the cost of the food. You We're know fighting. <laughs> We're just fighting. I mean, like, you're every. I'm going to charge you for everything you come to my house for. You want a beer, ten bucks. <laughs> you want you want yeah. a sandwich, twelve dollars. Your We're, house is now like, and uh, I'm charging ballpark hotel yep. refrigerator. Yeah, I'm bar. charging ballpark and movie theater prices. Because <laughs> if you're going to play that game, that's just so dumb. If you if you don't want to shoulder the load, or maybe can't, that's a different thing. And what you do yeah. is, here's what everything costs. We're all going to share this equally, not just like it's fifty dollars. Yeah. You're not making money off of a holiday dinner. You're a terrible human if well, you're trying to do that. Everything I do is for profit. So. Yeah, well. What an ugly thing to say. Yeah. yeah. And, and then including your family and life, right? I'm not right? sure if it's uglier if she's just trying to go viral or if she really means it. I think it's equally bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's like you're not a great person. Yeah. Just a, such a weird attitude shift. And we've talked about it on the show before, but in the past couple of years, it's just like hustle culture. You make as much money as possible to the point where now... You're charging your family for Christmas dinner. 222 DGS, our buddy Michael Kelly is going to come in and hang out for a while. Uh, Fast food news? Yeah, we've got some fast food news here. Now, Red Lobster isn't necessarily fast food, but when else are we going to be able to talk about this? Anytime. (laughs) The all-you-can-eat shrimp deal that they rolled out a few months ago, and they said, oh, it's not just one month only anymore. It's all the time Mm -hmm. for $20. Well, it put Red Lobster $11 million in the red in the third quarter of 2023. (laughs) Way to go, America. (laughs) Good plan there, guys. Can you imagine being the, the executives like, you know what? You know what we need to do? All you can eat shrimp, and then they lose $11 million. Let me tell you something. The Stoles family did our part <laughs> to put them $11 million in debt. I read this. I think they did it on purpose. <laughs> you well, think? they were trying to uh, 
increase foot traffic, obviously, and it did increase 14% after the deal returned. Uh, but $20 for all the shrimp you can eat in 2023 is a pretty low price. So, yeah, they were in the red. Uh, they are going to bump the shrimp deal up to $25 now just to kind of be a little bit more reasonable and try to make some money back in the long haul. Was it, uh, I've not been uh, to the lobster in a while. Was it any kind of shrimp or is it just a certain kind of, hey, here's another bowl of shrimp? There's like, there was like five different kinds, but I mean, it was the good stuff. It was like the bacon glaze, you know, on on skewers and stuff like that. I mean, it was, as far as I know, every or almost every type of shrimp that they offered. Fried shrimp. Right. Shrimp, shrimp linguine. <laughs> I uh, I did DoorDash on some red lobster not too long ago, and let me tell you, not the same as going no, to the it's place. Not. Just not the well, same. Well, for place. her endless shrimp, they just had to keep driving somebody <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> they got a shuttle bus. Hey, it's me again. Hungry. I I like red lobster, but it doesn't travel well. Mm-mm. I like Steak and Shake. It yeah. doesn't travel at all. Oh, really? Never. Yeah. Oh. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Well, Steak and Shake struggles to travel from the <laughs> counter to the table. It's true. <laughs> shakes are tough, though. I mean, unless it's this time of no, year. Yeah, even I'm thinking I'm burgers. like burgers and fries. Yeah. Oh, the burgers okay. do okay. not travel. Speaking of Gotta burgers and shakes, I went to Hardee's last night because I wanted to get another sticker and donate a dollar to Operation Food Search. And I got the. Frisco burger with the candied bacon, which we've all had. <sighs> so good. And then I got a chocolate shake. Nobody can hold a candle to Hardy's chocolate shake. I'm getting a Hardy's chocolate shake tonight on the way home. Do it. Like, I I need a chocolate shake in my life. I need a bad. This was my go-to in high school. Not, not a joke. Every time I'd go somewhere, I'm like, I'm going to swing by there, and I'm going to get the curly fries and a shake. Not just a joke. Not hungry. Not, not even looking joke. for a meal. Just, I want curly fries and a shake. And Hardy's has curly fries, too, so you can get that wheels. That's what I'm saying. I went to Hardy's to get it. I always did. Um, let's see. McDonald's is going to revamp their burger patties in a major fast food overhaul. The new and improved burgers will include over 50 modifications. How do you have 50? How is that possible? <laughs> what's, in new, what's in the old one? No. So they're yeah. saying the old ones can be kind of dry. So these are supposed to be more moist burgers okay. that we will be eating in the future. They're just putting water in there? Uh, they don't say exactly how they're going to do it. I'm assuming they're they're keeping it kind of close to the vest and exactly how they're improving I, the patties. I don't like that. That scares me that they can change 50 things about yes. a burger. Yeah. Uh, yeah th- basically, Ronald's telling us there were at least 50 things wrong with the burger. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> there were, there were That's a hell of an admission. Things. Yeah. And by the way, it's it's put out there like, hey guys, get excited. If you like in your personal relationship, if you're like, look, <laughs> I've made a list. I'm gonna change 50 things about you. Your partner be like, damn. Well, even think about actually, it like that. They've done this before because if you remember when they changed to like all white meat chicken nuggets. That was the big thing. There was like big news. Our chicken nuggets are going to be all meat now. And it was like, <laughs> well, I mean, they were. Well, was it before? No, what? they were. Yeah, they were. I didn't like them back then because you didn't know what you get. It was like a jackpot. Sometimes they were good. Sometimes <laughs> they were awful. Well, you knew that you're going to have at least one really bad bite. One one yeah. rubber nugget. Yeah. Yes. They're also making some changes to the Big Mac. They're getting rid of the sesame seed bun and transforming it into a buttery brioche. All right. Let's go. No, no, no. Oh, brioche. Absolutely not. Because of the song? To all be patties, but yeah, yeah. Oh, on a brioche Are we just bun. changing everything? <laughs> Is nothing sacred? To all be patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, all on a brioche bun. 
final story here. Sonic is offering a $1.99 foot-long quarter-pound chili cheese coney deal for a limited time. I thought Andrew might be interested in this mm-hmm. one. I know I've already just, had it. Oh, there you go. I've already had it. How was it? it? Give is us it a review. Oh, it's great. It's a giant. I mean, it's a it's a hot dog, this chili dog that's like this long. It's fantastic. I mean, you can't. No, 12 <laughs> inches about like that. <laughs> pretty sure it's like uh, yay or so. It's like. <laughs> this this thing's more like a yard. <laughs> Two thirty four DGS. Before we do uh, stairway, let me make a observation. So the Golden Bachelor, yes. who we've talked about a little bit. Uh, I didn't watch a second of it, but I read some reports as it went along. I guess he uh, got engaged uh, last night or whenever, and uh, getting married on January fourth. And I've said this before over the years, and I will preface this with, which you guys know this, I'm I'm always very open. Uh, I am no paragon of moral, uh, I'm no example. (laughs) I'm in a glass house. uh, I'm a hypocrite. I'm a flawed, broken person. So I in no way sit in judgment of other people. But I will say this, that I think that our world, especially our country, for decades have sold us all a bill of goods uh, about romance, about soulmates, about relationships, about the American dream, about who you should be and what you should be. And they set the standard so friggin' high uh, on purpose through propaganda and then through uh, Hollywood and television just because that's what sells and fairy tale endings and the whole thing that I think we're already pretty screwed up, you know? And we, we look at what we were sold and then we look at our own lives and we're like, well, we're just giant pieces of crap. Like, right? I mean, like, how do you compare to that? But we do. Because at the end of the movie, when the people go into the sunset, you don't see the next week when they can't stand each other. You know what I mean? Like, you don't see reality. That's that's one thing. But The Bachelor and the whole construct to me is evil and it's terrible. I know it's not a kid's show. But when anything that you're offering in prime time as, hey, United States of America, here is a huge prime time show. And it's built around a guy who have uh, a dozen or more women competing for him in this very artificial way. And he's going to sleep with most of them. And he's going to tell most of them that he loves them. And then at the very, very end, he'll pick one. Like, feel me? Yeah. It's just like. What are we doing? And people love it. And people love it. And I guess it's sort of like the whole, you shouldn't have first shooter, uh, first person shooter games because if you play them too much, you'll end up shooting up uh, QT, right? And people say like, no, I'm mature enough that I can just have fun shooting zombies. I'm not going to go shoot anybody else. I guess it's the same way. Yeah. I can watch The Bachelor and I can understand that this is silliness and this is just Hollywood and I'm not going to, but I think things seep into our... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Consciousness. And it just seems like a dumb thing to put into our consciousness. It, this, I think it's a really interesting chicken or egg thing, too. Is Because is, some people will argue that entertainment is simply a mirror. Basically, like, this is what you are. And we know this, and that's why we made this show, because we are not not every person, obviously, but as a whole, this is what we are versus this is what's going to it's going to make you that way. Either way, it's fascinating. I mean, that's a yeah, it's a, it's you're right. It's such an odd thing. Like I'm, how I don't even I've never watched it, but how long are they all in the same place when they do like a bachelor season? Are they there that's for weeks, question. months? I, I feel like it's like six weeks. OK, so in six weeks, you're going to find your soulmate, the person you're going to get married to. And the only reason they're doing this, and any of you are doing it, is because it's a TV show and you want to be famous. Well, not to mention, I mean, I do think that a lot of these women get in there and they're it's just such an isolated environment that you just kind of get Stockholm Syndrome and suddenly it's like, yeah, this is the only guy in the world. Mm. And since everyone's competing for him, that means he's that much more valuable. Oh, I so, don't think everyone's faking it. Yeah, I think they're having like real emotions, which makes it which makes worse. It worse. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It makes it much yeah. worse. Oh, yeah. Because if it was a scripted drama, like most of television has been forever, well, okay, everybody's acting. They have lines, they have a role, they're acting, and yeah, you tap into emotions to do that. That's different than it being allegedly real. Psychological torture. Yeah. No, I haven't watched The Bachelor in a while. I re remember kind of watching this one season, and I think it was uh, Bachelor Matt. He took this girl out, and he took her down to, like, Rodeo Drive or something and bought her a new wardrobe. And she comes back to the house, and she's like, yep, he bought me new clothes. And all the other girls were so sad and so jealous. And it's like, well, yeah, the guy you're dating just took another girl out and bought her a bunch of designer clothes. Like, it, uh, again, it's psychological torture. It's insane. Yeah. But they all willingly sign up for it, and they know what they're getting into, so I guess you can't get too hung up on it. But it is weird. It's kind of like it just feels very dated in 2023. Yeah. It's strange that we're still mm -hmm. buying into that type of entertainment. Kind of like what we were saying the other day with the pageants. It's a little strange that it's still going on, but yeah. there are plenty of people f fueling it, so... Stairway, Kev? So let's build off of that. Because you uh, there, I had like three things that are kind of tied together. And they build off of this. So well done, Dave. Because uh, <laughs> I wasn't really planning it to go that way. But building off of that idea that, okay, that's entertainment. Look what's happening in the, quote, real world in, in Washington, D.C. and important things. We had George Santos today, which we already talked about. We've got Mike Johnson, who's the Speaker of the House. 
who a year ago or a year and a half ago wrote a 300-word forward for a book, a book that was written by a conspiracy theorist. The book is all about things like Pizzagate and other conspiracies involving politics. Uh, It's got a ton of homophobic stuff in there. This author is also widely viewed and seen as an anti-Semite because of what he has said. He's one of those guys that says Jewish bankers funded Hitler. That's what he is. And Mike Johnson wrote an endorsement for the book, had him on his podcast as a guest, promoted the book on social media, and now people are like, well, he's the Speaker of the House. We found this thing out. And now he's saying, oh, I never read any of the controversial stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's like, He's got a whole list of that stuff. Trust me, he's got a lot of gay conversion in his past, and uh, I don't. I don't think that uh, the the choice of this speaker is going to age well. And that part is. I mean, again, we're getting to this point where if if I agree with with where we started going, and I think what's pro- problematic, and you hit this, Dave, all the time, people that are supposed to be leaders are not. They are not examples. They are, in fact, the example of what not to do. From Santos to this case. And then on top of this, did you see the Moms for Liberty thing today? I did. So a woman named Bridget Ziegler is one of the co-founders of Moms for Liberty. Her husband, Christian Ziegler, is the chairman of the Florida Republican Party. We know that Moms for Liberty, and I'm not trying to cast aspersions, but they're very much, they're the, they're the don't, don't say gay people. Mm-hmm. They're very much about keeping any of those types of topics from being discussed in schools especially. But in general, they, they've worked against that. So it comes out today that Christian Ziegler, the husband, is accused of some kind of sexual crime, some kind of sexual assault against a woman uh, who was essentially their girlfriend. They had a three-way relationship for a long period of time. The co-founder of a group that attacks people for their sexual orientation, their sexual preferences, whatever you want to call it, is caught up in that And again, do what you want to do. I I don't care about the relationship thing. I do care when you're actively working against other people and other people whose behaviors are are not acceptable to you, but then you're doing essentially the same thing. How how did we get to this place? And by the way, here's the thing that bothers me uh, uh, the most about those two cases. And this is one of the reasons that I get into some of these religious things as well. These are people that promote themselves as we are hyper-religious. We are super. Well, you're, are you really, if you're, if you're hanging out with conspiracy theorists who are anti-Semitic and homophobic, are you really religious if you're going to persecute a group of people for their lifestyle, but your lifestyle's not that far off of theirs? I mean, it's, so it's not about religion, party, politics. It's simply about hypocrisy. How can you, and this is what I was, this is what I had written down for George Santos. This guy sits there and plays the victim after conning people for years, after lying to people and stealing their money. And he plays the victim. Where do people get the nerve to just be this way? To be like everyone else, I'm going to attack, 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 but I do it. It's fine. How do you get to that place? Have you seen the thing that uh, the speaker of the house, he and his teenage son keep the, each other honest about no uh they make sure that each other don't look at porn or take care of business on their own uh wait they have an app so mike johnson and his son yes there's software you can get it's Mm. it's popular in a lot of evangelical communities but it basically 
scans everything that's on your phone. So if you visit a pornography website or something similar, your accountability partner gets an alert letting them know that you have slipped up. <laughs> so I, I mean, like that's, I have one with my that, that is what it is. That's anybody's personal choice if they want to take part in something like that. I actually don't, you know, that's none of my business if he and his son have that kind of back and forth. But people are really concerned so that speak. they're they're using uh, software like that on phones that could contain sensitive information. I mean, this this is looking at all of the data on your phone. And when you're the speaker of the house, that can turn into a real issue. That, I, I, That's a fair point. I'm, 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 I can't get past. You're doing this with your child? Like your grown adult child. You're like monitoring them as if the lessons you taught them weren't good enough. I mean, again, you're hyper-religious. Your beliefs aren't strong enough. You need to go through this weird, we're going to monitor each other thing. It, and also, what a, it's, it's just on the phone, right? Uh, I believe it's on so your So they don't have PC. Too. Oh, okay. Gonna, they don't have PCs. They don't have iPads. Like, I don't know if you guys remember this, but Josh Duggar from uh, oh, the Duggar yeah. family, he had that installed on his phone, and he would do, like, workarounds around it to look at inappropriate things. I mean, it, it's, it's pretty popular in religious communities to do stuff like that. That's I, I find that a weird thing to do with an adult child. I understand having monitors to make sure your actual children like minors can't access something on their phones or on their technology. Well, but but consider and I wheels got me taking the side of this. <laughs> Unbelievable. But it's it's a it's an accountability thing, Kevin. It's not a punishment thing. No, it's I don't mean that. Tax. It's just weird thing to do with an adult child. Like I, do you not have faith in how you raised them? Do you not have faith in the faith that you instilled in I, them? I get what you're saying, but I think they look at it as similar to the way people hold each other accountable. It's like, hey, we're on a weight loss journey together. So if or you an AA slip sponsor. up, yeah, if you like slip up and have some cheesecake, you got to <sighs> let me know about it and we'll work through it. I mean, again, like I'm taking the side of the, I'm I'm taking get, the side I get of something guys, that I don't even agree with. <laughs> I get what you guys are saying, but I like get it. looking at it from our own perspectives, at any point in your life, if any of your parents want to do that, you would be like, oh, that's weird. Well, because I don't have that relationship. Relationship with them. Right. 251 DJS, happy Friday. Two things. One, I was meeting with uh, Steve, the CEO of First Missouri Credit Union yesterday, and he said something that really stuck with me. He was talking about their customer service. They don't have a phone tree. And he said, when I call a company and the first thing I hear is, listen carefully because options may have changed. He's like, I get really mad. Like, I'm the customer. Don't tell me to listen carefully. And I wrote that down, like, on my phone notes. I'm like, that's so true. Like, how dare you? Like, Tariq is a little more respect than that. Hey, listen, monkey, because we may have changed some things, and you're too stupid to figure it out. And, and we won't answer your questions if you don't know this. Yeah. This, they, yeah. Well said, Steve. Uh, the other thing, Rach, you were just talking on the break how you don't know if you'll ever be able to buy a house uh, because the cost is so much and the interest rates and, and blah, 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 blah. Uh, I read this thing, not really futurist, just more like the next 20 years, saying that one of the biggest trends is going to be downsizing. Just everyone. That uh, fewer McMansions, fewer really expensive cars, fewer cigarette boats at the Lake of the Ozarks. Just It's going to become more normal to have a more normal life and more abnormal to have kind of uh, the last 30 years kind of life. Yeah, I Thoughts. mean, I'm sure that's out of necessity. I think the money's kind of running out, and 
not everyone can live this. I mean, we've been in kind of a golden age when it comes to stuff like that for a long time. I saw a video about this the other day, Dave, that said that there are going to be a lot of people who financially need to downsize, but they're so accustomed to their lifestyle that they're going to find it incredibly difficult to make those steps. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I think people in my generation, yeah, it's just going to be more accepted to not get the nicest possible house and instead just get a house you can manage better. Uh, Man. Does that, to you guys, does that in any way, like, the American dream is dead, or does it say to you that maybe the American dream was a bit bloated? I think that's the one that, it, people, I mean, again, people could do what they want with their money, but I do think it got carried away. I was in it. I mean, the second house we bought, we were idiots. And it's one of the things I tell everybody I know when they're buying houses is, you, we bought this giant house. It was not like a McMansion kind of thing, but it was way too much and way too big. And it was probably the worst thing we've ever done. And when we moved here, it was like, I don't want to do that again. I want to downsize. And we did. And it's perfect. It's perfect to have the, just the right size, just the right decor, just the right look and vibe as opposed to it's got to be the big house. And I hope that is a trend. I hope that is... I mean, it seems like that's a generational thing, right? It sounds like people your age, Rach and Andrew, and then younger are looking at it that way more than we did and more than our parents did. Well, and well, but look at your parents, Dave. You always tell the story of how, you know, they lived in the basement and then they built their house. I think that was common back then. And then it became like, hey, everybody just start putting stuff on your credit card. Who cares? And just get, you know, if they can give you a $400,000 mortgage, who cares if you can actually maintain that? Like you're able to get that line of credit. So go for it. And we're we're just kind of living crazy for a couple of decades. Well, they're pre-boomer though. Yeah. Right? Yes. Are they the greatest? Is that greatest generation? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's, and they went through the depression and things Mm -hmm. along those lines. My parents did, were after that. My parents are boomers. Um, and they were, they're not the goofy ones that are throwing money around or anything like that. But I mean, that was a very prosperous generation, mm-hmm. right? Right after world war two, we had a huge boom. I mean, that's not just a baby boom, but like business economy, everything started. And for a lot of decades, that's all it was. So when, when you're in that and you're a product of that, I don't blame anybody. I mean, it's, it's kind of what it was, but now it's not that. And now is the time to be smarter. Yeah, my mom and dad, uh, my mom still lives in the house they built. They built the basement, and then they built one room, and then uh, that's how they did it. It's yeah. probably a 1,200-square-foot house, and uh, they didn't want to take out any credit. They had a couple of credit cards just because you kind of need them to survive. Right. They never bounced a check. They never had their power turned off. I reversed that and did all those things. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. And it's... Given the way the system is now, and that was one of the things we were talking about when Rachel was bringing that up about the house, is like, it's just so different now. Like, right now, it's hard not to go into debt. Could you, could you even, I mean, is it even possible right now to do what your parents did and live anywhere near a metropolitan area? I mean, maybe you could do that out in the boonies somewhere, but could you be anywhere near a metropolitan area today and do that without taking on debt? Next to impossible. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 